Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the show where we talk about musicals, all the lessons that we've learned from them and generally how much we love them. Uh, today we have a very special guest coming back for a repeat run. We'll introduce her in just a moment. But for now, my name is Miranda Selwood. I'll be hosting the episode today. And with me at the table are Julie Eisentrager. And it's me, KB. Hey, girls. How are you? Really, really good. Good. <laughs> it's so nice to be together. Oh, because you know what? We are all in this together. We're all in this. Um, and I'd just like to take this moment uh, to point out that if you haven't yet seen the YouTube footage of the uh, cockatoo singing, we're all in this together from High School Musical. Um, now is the moment in your life where you have to press pause on this podcast. Link it. Go back. Just find that. It'll be in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. Just watch that. Enjoy so it. Concerned. He does the key change and everything, going. guys. It's fantastic. Um, First hit. Did the, the word cockatoo disturb you? <laughs> anyway, it's time to welcome our guest. Hello, Carly Quinn. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. I have to admit, though, I haven't seen the cockatoo video, so I need to. Can we pause this and all watch it now? Or? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a later thing. Okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. But for now, we, even though we have got to know you once before, which yeah. show did you bring us last time? Uh, beautiful, the Carol King musical. Beautiful, oh, the Carol King musical. Times. So if you want to um, check the answers for of the second run for the quiz through, um, you'll have to go back to the beautiful episode and see what Carly said then. But this is a completely different Carly, guys. Completely different, Carly right? Carly 2.0. 17. <laughs> She's had really a few sticking runs. to the twos, aren't we? <laughs> so we're going to do the quiz again. Are you ready for the quiz, Carly? Uh, look, sure. Come at me. All right. I will. I'm but first, there needs to be a song, Miranda. <laughs> getting to know you, getting to know all about you. So hard not to harmonize. I, I love that. It's just, that version. I just pulled it right back. That's so just, much. I, I went acoustic. I know I say it every time, but I, I think that was my favourite one. <laughs> that All right. was my favourite we one. We're going to do the quiz. We're going to do the quiz. It'll be great. Which musical character would other people compare you to? I have been told quite a few times, um, and it's usually the villain, and I'm not shocked. So like your Ursulas and mm. your Miss Hannigans and that kind of thing. And I'm not, not mad about it. I've played Ursula and I was fabulous. I know self-endorsement is no recommendation, <laughs> but I was fabulous. They're <laughs> also more fun. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. And like, to be honest, that's kind of my personality naturally anyway. I'm a bit of a 
villain, but like a really nice fluffy pink one. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Is there a fluffy... Uh, we'll find like out later. Like the Toy Story guy. Yeah. Hey. Umbridge. Do you smell Umbridge. Like Umbridge is also pink and fluffy. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll work on that. Which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Um, We were talking about this earlier and I do do enjoy the idea of Hades from Hercules, gender bent, wearing a hat full of flames. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do. I identify with the villains. I do. I really do. But I, I also you. identify with um, male originated roles because I have played male originated roles a few times because guys in theatre are not a thing, apparently. <laughs> in they are. They yeah. are. There are There are a few of them out there. There's a few. But, like, if you could kind of put me in a beard. No, don't do that. So that's the character you'd like people to compare you to? Yes. Because he's like... Say, what's Carly really like on the inside? <laughs> Pretty much like Hades, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and what's your dream role? I'd love to be Maria from The Sound of Music. I really would. <laughs> like, I just really identify with the villains. I would like yes. people to think that I'm Hades. Yeah, Maria, The Sound of Music. <laughs> Perfect. I could find a way that Maria's the villain. <laughs> I could do it. She and broke she up a broke perfectly up a good engagement. Oh, no. Yeah, and a family. Horrible person. Yeah, I mean, she makes she, Baroness Schrader. Schrader? Yeah, yeah Schrader. she makes her look like the villain. She not, she's just doing what she's she doing. She also made a lot of children climb a mountain. That's, That's rude. There's a lot of stuff going and on. Well, <laughs> we all know ruckus in a nunnery. Kids need more exercise these days, guys. So that's that's where the mountain thing came into it. A lot of them aren't allowed outside at the moment. So. <laughs> uh, what is your favourite Sondheim show? Still is and probably always will be company. I really <laughs> hope that's what you said last episode. I'm 85% certain <laughs> I didn't actually check. It always I has been goofed. company. It always has been. Quick fact like, check on that. Probably into the woods and like, no. <laughs> company. Uh, what's your go-to shower song? At the moment, it's um, the original cast recording of Six. Nice. Love it. Love it. The whole hard. recording. The whole thing. It's yeah. a long shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. It's not that long an album. I do actually. the own, my own harmonies and everything. It's amazing. Wow. Can you like double, triple track in the shower? It in my head, I can. Yeah, yeah, Reverberating okay. off the wall. She's just singing the harmony. It sounds good in my out. head, but I'm sure from the lounge room, my partner's going, what the hell's going on? No, I'm there? sure it sounds even better from the lounge room. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, um, I believe it. What, uh, sorry, oh gosh, it's the last question. Oh, oh, oh gosh. It took me by surprise. <laughs> oh, you have to delete a musical from existence, Carly. You get a second stab. Can I delete the one I deleted last year? Sure. Ooh. There's like three that I can't stand. And Delete already... all three. Why not? Now's your time. All right. Well, bam, bam, bam. the three <laughs> musicals that I wish weren't a thing were, oh, God, I'm going to get so much hate. Mamma Mia. Oh, love it. Yep. Good. Grease. Yeah. Yep. And Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, look, I'm happy for you to cancel two completely. And what's the third? Do you want to keep? Do you want to keep I Rocky Horror? Like, I like Rocky Horror. Just, yeah, just most people there. do. That's the one I get the most hate I for. I don't love it, but I like it to be around. The when people play the time warp die. in a bar or in a jazz club or something, Dead I'm like, me. yeah, please stop. Nasty. I've heard stop a lot it. of Rocky Horror. It will last me a lifetime. We can we can delete it. Yeah, you're, you're done. You're finished with it? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Next. Well, you know, we seem to have covered that. That must have been the quickest quiz we've ever done. Bam, bam, bam. Do you think? Pew, pew, pew. Good job, Carly. Okay. I'm going to think of my answers because now I'm changing my mind. 
Oh gosh, do we have to do it again? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Getting to I'll just know. I'll could, yeah. <laughs> I'll come back again next year and be like, okay, so this is like an annual thing. Yeah, a check in. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we are about to start talking about a show that you have brought us. I'm going to admit to you up front, it's not one of my favorite shows. That's okay. You can be wrong. But uh, <laughs> what are we talking about today? We're talking about Godspell. Pre-pay yourself. yourself for Godspell right <laughs> after this break. Thank you for the commentary, Carly. Uh, we don't normally speak during the music, but uh, <laughs> breaking the rules, Carly quits. She's the villain. Okay. Exactly. Here we go. <laughs> Such a Carly move. All right. Uh, so we're going to talk about Godspell, how it came about, a little bit about it. Godspell was written by? Stephen Schwartz. Anyone else? Um, yes. Lone Project. Um, Jean-Michael Tebel. I don't know how to say it. Jean-Michel Tebelle. Oh, I'm sorry, John Michael. Jean Michel. It sounds French. I apologize if I <laughs> obliterated the pronunciation of your name. So it was composed by Stephen Schwartz, and he wrote the book. Okie dokie. Yeah. Um, I mean, did he write the book, Stephen Schwartz? Okay, <laughs> so that's that's a that's a whole other situation. Who wrote the book? Sorry. Um, it's uh, based on a book, is it? It's based on a book <laughs> written by a few Lots dudes a while ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And his friends. She, well, I don't think, I don't think Jesus wasn't Christ wrote the Bible. Didn't didn't right. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> he just inspired it. Yeah. Okay. He just told some stories and people were like, cool, 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 cool. I write yeah. that down, I write that down. Yeah. Well, they and passed we'll, it on we'll verbally it for a really long time and then they decided to write it down hundreds of years later. So it's definitely word for word, 100% accurate. And then hundreds of years after that, Stephen Schwartz said, hey, let's turn it into a musical. Because why not? So um, Godspell is essentially a, would we call it a review musical? Maybe because um, it's it will a biblical jukebox, a biblical jukebox <laughs> it's show, like, or oh, biblical vignettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's it's written. It's structured as a series of parables, and parables yes. in the Bible are sections of small stories. Mm-hmm. So technically, it's not one big story. It's a review. So Miranda, tick correct. Well done. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right. I've um, read the Bible. I, yeah. Now that I've done the dissertation on the structure of Godspell, well um, are you ready to give us the <laughs> storyline in inverted commas? Sure. In two minutes, the two-minute rundown of of everything that happens in Godspell. Everything that happens. Everything that uh, happens look, in Godspell. I'm not just gonna, in Godspell. I'm not going to give you everything that happens. I'll just tell you a little bit about it because I think we'll we'll go more into detail. After we, I, I mean, can tell you can, everything. We can happens talk about it later. We want to know what happens in it. I don't want to walk in there and be like, "What is this story about?" And I want you to tell me. And your time starts now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Godspell is a musical composed by Stephen Schwartz and Jean-Michel Tebelek. The show opened off Broadway in 1971. It's been produced lots and lots and lots of times. I saw it in Brisbane in it was a while ago, so like 19 diggity two. I'm not sure. Might have been 2007. Either or. Really great. <laughs> um, it's structured, as I said before. Or in a, is a series of parables from the Bible, specifically the Gospel of Matthew. Um, they're interspersed with music set primarily to lyrics from traditional hymns. So from like the Passion of Christ appearing briefly near the end of the show. So Passion of Christ is where um, Christ dies, gets crucified up on the cross. Um, it started as a little project by drama students at Carnegie Mellon, actually. So it was like a, hey, let's put together a little review mm-hmm. and uh, ended up on Broadway for a while. 
Um, it's it then spawned a movie, and uh, there was another revival in 2011, and it, the revival. The cast recording was quite good, but it only ran for eight months before closing, which I was much, much, much upset by. Um, it is based on the life of Jesus Christ. So there's lots of stories and – I mean, I don't want to spoil it for people. I mean, we're, just give us, like, five of the 13. Like, just, like, what are the, the moments? Give us your highlights. Just, like, your, hi- your, your favourite moments. My highlights. Is she, like, a Beatitudes gal? Is she, like – A Beatitudes gal? I mean, I have read the Bible – it was a while ago. Um, it was a good time. But specifically, <laughs> I like I like the opening where it opens with God's voice and um, as spoken by Jesus declaring his supremacy, like, my name is known God and King. I am most in majesty in whom no beginning may be and no end. And, like, there's this big monologue and it's verbatim from the Bible. And, I mean, I, I was raised Catholic and I remember sitting there watching it going, oh, okay, I resonate with this. This is interesting. But the person I went with wasn't and was like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, what? What is that? That's the two minute timer, but we've sort of, um, you know, given up on that anyway. So let's, yeah. let's just keep, keep on keeping on. Keep on Carly. keeping on. What happens next? Um, so there are a few other stories that happened. Um, there's John the Baptist that comes in and have some chats. I'm, I'm really destructuring the entire musical. That's what we're um, here for, man. Yeah. <laughs> so he there's there's a cast of people and they're all kind of dressed as clowns and hippies and stuff. And in the very beginning, John the Baptist baptizes everybody. So that's the the song Prepare Ye and it's all Prepare ye the way of the Lord. And they all come in and they get baptized and we're like, Yay, God is amazing. And it's a really uplifting, fluffy, wonderful, positive musical until Jesus dies at the end. Oh, spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus dies at the end of the Bible. I don't think that's a spoiler, really. <laughs> Gosh, I Wait, hope what? not. <laughs> I sincerely hope not. So um, does it does it play, like, does the cast have designated roles or is it a... Yes Everyone plays lots no. of different roles. I mean, it's, it's one of those shows where I could play a few different roles because it's not a this person is this and this person is that and then is that it's it's very ensemble heavy mm. um which i like because it's shared amongst everybody there's i mean obviously jesus is the lead i was gonna say do they have a through jesus no no it's, they have a what like one it does want you the to go whole through. time yes. through Jesus. Yes, I there mean, is one Jesus. You could have multiple if that's the choice you've made. That's correct. Come back and act two and or Jesus. No, come back and act two and Jesus is female and now Chinese. Hey, I could be about that. I could be. Stephen Schwartz is also not opposed to that. No, Somebody asked um, how he would feel about a female Jesus and he's like, look, it wouldn't have been a choice I would have made in the original production, but times have changed, so go Do for it. Well done, Stephen Schwartz. Yeah. Um, would you like to know the stories that are the listed yes. Yes. in this? Yeah. So we have <coughs> the parable of the widow and the judge, Pharisee and the publican, parable of the unforgiving servant. We've got the Good Samaritan, classic you went to a good Samaritan school like I did. Um, <laughs> we have Lazarus. Uh, there's the Beatitudes. There's a parable of the sower of the seeds, parable of the prodigal son, and props a few more, if I'm honest. There is. Yeah. But those are the ones that are like, here, take that. I like the parable of the sower of the seeds because it has all good gifts. 
which is such a beautiful song. It's especially in the um, revival cast recording from 2011. Telly Dong sings it, and oh, it's just so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so, what sort of music um, is featured throughout? You were saying before that a lot of the lyrics are based on biblical text and hymns. Mm. Um, is it, does it feel like? going to church does it do they feel like hymns does it feel like a gospel show does it feel the like the original definitely um i i listened to both of them in the last week or so trying to prepare yeah the 1971 version was very jesus heavy was very like oh okay i'm these are hymns but sung by clowns um the revival cast recording done in 2011 is probably one of my favorite revival recordings of all time mm-hmm. next to it's the revival good. of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It's like very that's good. Like in terms of like where they've taken the show. They've modernized like, the yeah, heck out I of it. I can listen to this. Yeah. yeah. And that's <laughs> the, the thing I've been trying. The arrangements are completely yeah. different. Yeah. Right? different. Yeah. And they've modernized a lot of the the score as well. So it's not a lot. It's not really orchestra heavy. It's more like a small chamber ensemble. Mm-hmm. A lot more piano like the clowns would have. yeah absolutely the it's, clowns just you know carry it reminds me them. of like a church band at the same time though like a little bit yeah yeah of a modern church you're like oh yeah i could see how this could be played in church because i tried to sell this to a friend of mine to put it on uh last year and um it turns out she was listening to the 71 version she was like oh i'm not a fan and then i played her um i think it was beautiful city from i mean if you watch she was that like, version that's also yeah absolutely Hunter Parish. <laughs> yeah, look, he's um, he's not bad. He's not bad. But yeah, no, I, I played her that and she went, what musical is this from? Thinking, oh my goodness. Okay. No, we can we can modernise. We can modernise, yeah. guys. Artistic I think license. this is like the script to do that with too because it already yes. had so much room for improv and updating it on the reg anyway that why not also update the music along with it? If you're going to update the script. Absolutely. Then why not? It seemed silly that they didn't do it before 2011. <laughs> the world has changed in 40 years. Yeah. So was Stephen Schwartz involved in that update of the material? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the end. Yes. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realise it was a yes or no question. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> anything else about the history of the show? The film was Victor Garber's debut like film. Like He'd been in the original Canadian cast of the show but he'd never done film before. And now all we see him do is on screen. Get pooped. But Godspell was the first yeah. one. How crazy is that? That is super crazy. I love Victor Garber. Look at him. He's a good time. I love him so much. He's I can't. money. <laughs> so good. And also Robin Lamont was the only cast member to do um, – she was in the original – Oh, he was in the... I didn't actually check that. They were in the original Robin Lamont. Okay, continue. Were in the original off-Broadway cast, the movie cast, and the Broadway cast. The only cast member to do all three. All three. Turns out I Ran the full gauntlet. (laughs) Ran the full gauntlet. Um, And the revival? (laughs) And the revival as... A stagehand. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no, <quite>. no. <laughs> Not quite. No, but it had a really great – the revival had a great cast. Yes. Um, and they all used their actual names as their character names. I thought which that was – I don't think they did Brechtian. in the original. So yes. it made it a little bit more personal, I think. Yeah. Other, other than Hunter Parrish. <laughs> he was playing Jesus. Yeah, that might be a big <laughs> it's, Yeah, it's <laughs> a little hard to get Jesus around that. name to, to Hunter, own. yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, a bit obviously. Off. Um, cool. Well, um, any any other tidbits? Or are we ready for bad reviews with Julie? 
bad reviews with Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Loved oh it. Oh, my God. Uh, so this review comes from the New York Times by Clive Barnes, written May 18th, 1971. This was like from an actual piece of newspaper that has been translated onto the interwebs. Oh my god! It's gosh. a good time. Wow. Anyway, so he most like he, he most of this review, he's like, yeah, yeah, it's alright. It's not bad. It's okay. We get to the end. Apart from the music, there was an air of charades to the whole thing, a certain atmosphere of amateurism that is pleasant enough to encounter almost anywhere but in professional theatre. Still, it's an honest attempt to make Jesus into a musical comedy star, and there may well be those who will find freshness and originality here where I could discover only a naive and fey frivolity. Wow. I mean, Godspell is quite a playful musical, so he may have just been seeing the actors have fun and go, oh, well, they're not taking theatre seriously. They might have been like, they're not taking the Bible seriously. I'm offended. (laughs) Was Was there a bit of that when it came out? Like when Jesus Christ Superstar came out, that was a Yeah, um, people are like, excuse me? Uh, Yeah. Was was there any backlash from... Let's have a look. ...from the community or the religious community? I don't know. I don't really remember 1971 well, but... Does this sort of treat (laughs) the stories a little more like parables? I think because they told a section of, of stories from the Gospel of Matthew and they didn't focus on Jesus's last, you know, 30 days of life, which is what Jesus Christ Superstar did. Um, and they made it fun and lighthearted. I, I, I think if people are offended by musicals, then, I mean, come on, they're musicals. People were it's offended. Been, <laughs> Julie's just, just checked. checked. <laughs> Julie's people checked and people were offended. Well, one of the biggest things that people were offended by in Jesus Christ Superstar was that Jesus was portrayed as a human man with fault. Oh, how dare yeah. they? So Godspell <laughs> does treads that line differently. Yeah. So uh, this is on the wiki for anyone who wants to read the wiki um the social statement made by godspell when it first premiered was a serious one at the time when christianity in the united states was being pulled in different directions interest in the mainstream christianity was dwindling especially among the youth who wanted to leave the church but not christianity godspell captured this youthful sentiment that reimagined jesus as a hippie in more of a primitive expression of their faith so at a time when people were like nah this this musical bought Bought the Jesus back to the youth, which is kind of cool. It's like, let's take Jesus and rock music and like smash the two together. And Andrew Lloyd Webber's like, yeah, good idea. Andrew Lloyd Webber pulled a classic (laughs) Webber and was like, I can do that. I I wouldn't really call Godspell rock music though in that original recording. Not the original. When you you follow the track through – like I listen to Godspell and I'm not particularly inspired by the music. I'm not personally inspired by the story because I'm not a religious person by nature or nurture. Um, so, you know, I I don't adore this musical. But people who do, perhaps like yourself, Carly, really <laughs> love the music in this show. It's because when I, I was in my church choir and, oh, God, you're about to learn something about me. Um I wanted to freshen up the music just a scotch uh, and I brought some sheet music from Godspell like, oh, what's this? This is beautiful. This is, you know, Gospel of Matthew. This is lovely. And I had them all singing Godspell in the church choir and they had no idea. 
Did Stephen Schwartz know? Because my next step is <laughs> I didn't sell tickets though. Uh, so is that fine? Yeah, yeah. I, I find it's church, it guys. I find it difficult to believe that the same person who wrote this wrote Wicked because the musical yes. style is so completely different in every way. But also think of the the time. He learned some stuff in twenty years. Yeah, there's a massive true time difference between seventy what one and when Wicked was written. Um, like he, wow. his yeah. taste developed and also who you're working with too like we don't know how much yeah. mm, old mate yep. john michael brought to the table <laughs> so and he i mean both of the musicals are based on books so yeah you yeah. just read a better book yay <laughs> um a shorter book we're gonna move on book. to the lessons we've learned from godspell um so julie you want to bring up that list of parables again we're about to use it here we go lessons did we learn from godspell the musical that we didn't already know from the bible i'm not being that specific (laughs) (laughs) well Well. i think i think that there are plenty of people who would hear these and experience these stories for the first time by watching the musical 100 percent. there may be plenty of people who would call themselves religious who would still be in that position because yeah I know plenty of Christians who haven't read the Bible. <laughs> it's, it's so true. long. long. It's I mean, a long, long. You know, it's a, she's you not a page turner, guys. And then, you know, you got to get through it anyway. Um, Some of the Old Testament. Oh yes. <laughs> Good but stuff. what what are the big take home messages from Godspell? I think the biggest one is, and it's so cliche, but it's do unto others as you would want done unto you. Mm. Basically, don't be a dork. Don't be a butthead. Don't, don't, don't be, be a butthead. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, just be a good human. I mean, there's there's a lot of really good parables. I like, as I said before, parable of the sower. Because, um, I mean, Jesus is talking to a large crowd and tells of a farmer who sows seed and does so indiscriminately. And seed falls on the path with no soil and some on rocky ground with little soil and some contains thorns. And um, basically... Long story short, he's saying that the seed represents the gospel and the sower represents anyone who proclaims it. And, you know, basically, this is my word. And if you follow me, life could be good. But you have to make that decision. You have to make that choice. That was his shtick, you know? Yeah, man. Jesus was. He put it out in the world. Just about. Just do to other people as you do to yourself like but just al- be nice okay <laughs> but also be kind to yourself and that like for me when oh, i was love. growing up if you were that, that if you were that see like if you put if you're the seed and you put yourself into environments where you're not going to thrive and you're not going to grow you're also going to suffer and i think that's where a lot of these come up in Godspell that I saw them I saw this show for the first time when I was 12 years old again I grew up very Catholic in Catholic schools the Catholic high school that I was going to was putting it on so we went and saw it and a lot of that made it more personable like I'd heard it in church and I'd heard it in school but seeing Godspell and seeing it in front of me I was like oh I understand this on a on a personable level now not necessarily as just text and story made it more relatable but it made it more relatable. yeah it's a more palatable form of, of some the of these bible stories yeah, yeah true. um i also learned massively like for the musicals i'd seen prior to that there wasn't really any play involved in it you got given a script you learned the script you did the character as was written but this was the first time i'd ever seen fun like fun improv play in a musical mm. Um, and I remember Gillian Cosgriff, for anyone from Brisbane or in Melbourne, she's currently in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, was playing one of the roles and she did this 
Irish skit about McDonald's in Godspell. And it was very like, I just was like, what is going on? I love it. It's hilarious. And I'm so with you, but I didn't know you could do that in musical theatre. There was a few moments like that, like, hang on, you lost me. What? Yeah. Why are you talking? Okay, sure. Is that But that's a way of keeping engagement in the moment with the audience. And that is a huge, like any teacher will tell you, Mm -hmm. engagement is the one thing that allows learning to happen. Absolutely. So you can have all the information, you can spout it out, but Mm -hmm. unless somebody is listening, actually actively listening, and that's improv is a great way to do that because there's no way for anybody in the room to have an expectation of what's going to happen and sort of turn off. They've got to stay focused. Because they don't know what's happening, but also the capability then of what an actor was. That was the, like, it opened my eyes to that. It wasn't just someone who learnt a script and did a thing. It was someone who got to explore on so many different levels. So I was like, yep, that's what I want to do. Like a real performer. I want to, yeah. So this was the show that did it for for KB. Yeah, I was like, I want to do that. Godspell. Yeah, have fun. I know, who would have thought? Mine was sadly Mamma Mia. Who <laughs> for a girl who now only goes to church at Christmas? Oh, <laughs> but I'll see you there. <laughs> no, you won't. Uh, we, we did last did year. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was that super is weird. the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> Not planned. Um, so basically, but, end of the messages. Let's just be nicer to each other, and yeah. that couldn't be more prevalent than right now today. Yeah. Well, absolutely, ever and always. Yeah, really. Be I nice to everybody that. and to yourself. <laughs> Bit of self love. All right. Um, are we ready to move on to our dream cast? Are we ever? Yes. Dream cast, dream cast. God spell. Let's dream cast it. You know who's a lot like Hunter Parrish? Me. Zach Efron. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. And you, Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Zac Efron is playing the role of Jesus. Jesus. Yes, have you seen his beard lately? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't he in Australia? He's in Byron Bay, like just three hours away. Hey, Zac, you're like not far. If you want to come and sing Beautiful City and or an audition for the production that way. You don't have to audition, it's yours. Not putting on. Dude, make him audition so you get to listen to him. Oh, true, you have to audition. Yeah. Yeah. The role is yours. Okay, so that's Ooh. that sorted. We have our Jesus. Yeah. Um, you could go to... And we're done. <laughs> the casting of Zac Efron has never been so easy and I'm so happy. Thank God Zane isn't on this episode. I'm sure he would have something to say about it. He would say, you can't do he would smile and say, you know what? You're exactly right. He just looked at the buttons to mute us all, by the way. <laughs> um, I would go either two very different ways casting this show. I'd go a cast of completely unknowns. And, or an absolute star-studded cast of your, like, Anna Kendricks, your Hunter Parishes obviously, has already done it. Oh, Jonathan Groff, those kind of – Anthony so Ramos. Expensive. You know, like, you know, right? <laughs> you know what you could do just for fun? You could have a, like – I see this is like a Disney Plus special. I think yeah. that's Encore's fault. Um, but, like, a Disney Plus special where you get a whole bunch of preachers to come and perform <laughs> Godspell. That's – They've got could. two weeks to do it. I, I mean, on too. Like they're busy on Sundays. On. They are busy. Um, I just want to see what happens. Could be. Can amazing. they sing, or are they just like? I feel like they all can sing. Like that's my a parish priest can not. <laughs> can can not. absolutely not sing. 
Oh. Uh, look, maybe we have like throw one or two in there just for entertainment purposes that yep. can't really sing. You could make it a, like you could have sisters and bro- like nuns and brothers and yeah. all. You could have them all in there. Yeah. They don't Put have to in. just be oh, preachers. Throw them in there. See what happens. No, just yes. see what happens. Interesting concept. Mm. Can I be in it? Because I really want to be in it. Are you, you a do. nun or a preacher? I've played oh. a nun. You have. Who hasn't? <laughs> is the actual question. Though. I was going to say I haven't, but I have. I have. You have. Okay, you I have. Yeah, yeah, we've all played nuns. <laughs> the first time I did Sound of Music, I was a nun. Zane? <laughs> Producer Zane has not played a nun. Yet. I mean, yet. <laughs> have you played a, like a monk? It might brother. Happen. Any religious figure? No. 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 Wow. What about, um, what about, no, you didn't play him. Never mind. Interesting. No, what about the guy so this in is the Guys and Dolls? Where we're now having a conversation with someone who isn't on mic. So uh, we should probably <laughs> just get back to the casting. Um, if this is a show that is meant to be performed in context by clowns, could we, question mark, uh, cast it entirely with comedians? I was just like, thinking I think you're stand-up comedians. Frank Woodley would be excellent in this show. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bunch of people who are great at stand-up, improv. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I would like Celia to Pecola see... Celia Pecola in this show would be... And... The best. Luke McGregor as <gasps> Jesus would make my day. <laughs> How much money would you pay to see that? Well, I, I, so I kind of yeah. like... I kind of like the juxt- juxtaposition. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. Of having um, Zac Efron... As, yes, as, as Jesus. Just Jesus. Surrounded the, by Australian comedians. The only comedians. person who's taking this seriously. <laughs> Surrounded by Australian comedians. Like Dora Jai Singer, Celia Pacola. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I think this funny. is a great idea. Ursula Carlson, I think she can very sing. Good Sam show. Simmons. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> See what he would do with Godspell. I'm scared already. Nick Cody, but he has to Nick keep growing Cody the Nick would be great. Pretty much anyone who just did Last One Laughing can do The cast of Last One Laughing anyway, can do Godspell. Yeah. I haven't seen it. No, I haven't. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, then that's done. Let's move on to top five lists. Top five easiest shows to cast Zac Efron in, which I'm surprised by. Yeah. How many times have you said that sentence in your life? We actually <laughs> the first. haven't. Oh. I don't think so. Not that easily. Not that easily. Where he just yeah. slots in. Consensus. <laughs> replaces done. another performer. Done. Yeah. Anyway. Top five biblical musicals. Hey. Hey. How about top five kickbutt revivals? Yeah. 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 Put it on there. Yeah. I'm about it. Uh, Come at me list Top five musicals based on books Oh there's what? a lot it, on there It's in mine it's People not making often it try and there. throw this out there that, that, No This I'm would be like no. a book to musical <laughs> to film to musical Top five book to film to musical <laughs> to film, film Whatever we're at now Oh gosh Bless your heart I don't even know if this makes top top five Stephen Moore. I mean, it does for me, but... It does for Stephen Schwartz. And this is the thing. <laughs> okay, well, that's Stephen good. Schwartz... He backs his own work and I like it. ...really backs Godspell. He, yeah. he God save the people. I think that he saw it very much as a, a turning point and catalyst to the rest of his career. And know? also probably, like, if Godspell hadn't happened, would have Jesus Christ Superstar or mm. Children of Eden or anything that followed it. I don't know. Wicked. We don't know. We don't know. There must have. There might have been something that. I mean, twenty years. But yeah, <laughs> who knows? She tries to remain positive. <laughs> I I would say it is one of the top five Stephen Schwartz. Yeah. Even though I don't especially for that reason. It's a good time for that. 
Any more? I don't have any more, no. Oh, it's a short list. Oh, top five. Does five, producer Zane have any more? Four, no. Top three. five Vic- Victor Garber musical. Oh, <laughs> yes. There we go. Absolutely. And we will end it there. <laughs> so thank you very much for Carly, coming on, Carly. Coming on, Carly. That was harder to say than <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be. Wow. It's all thank right. you so much for having me. We'll again. fix it in post. Um, we won't. <laughs> always say that. Never do. Um, do you have anything going on in the near future that you'd like to plug? Dude, nobody has anything going on at the do moment. Do you have anything going on in the far extended future um, that you'd look, like to Look, if plug? the theatres open back up, maybe Rock of Ages at BTG at the moment. That's still happening and I'm still in it. Um, at some point, maybe. I am doing some gigs around Brisbane Gold Coast with a band called Absolute Suave. Follow them on Instagram, Facebook. They're amazing. It's, yeah, I can sing. Cool. I'm mostly an actor, but I can't sing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and congratulations also on still appearing everywhere I see Lotto ads. It's yeah, yeah. set yeah. for life. <laughs> that is an orange shirt that won't die. <laughs> like, it was one day's work, and I like I was on a bus last week, and oh. Okay. It's always fun. You mean when you're, you're like literally on a bus? Your face on the is on side the bus. of a bus. Yeah. It's always fun to walk down the street and just be like, "Oh, hey, Carly." <laughs> it <laughs> just it's it's a yeah. Slash any one of our friends, really. Really, yeah, that, there was there was quite yeah. a t- there was a little pocket of time Wait, at the start of this. Year, year. It was early started this year. Started this year where bam, it was bam, bam. just yeah. Jessica Kate was on the. There was a couple that she was on. Anyway. She might Heidi was on a, a yes. billboard just right Steve, near my house. Steve, Steve, yeah. yeah. On every show. Shout on out to, to all the locals <laughs> yes. and um, also to the companies who use Brisbane locals for their advertising. Thank you um, for filming It is a, a rare and beautiful thing that we love to see. Um, well, thank you once again. Did you enjoy yourself talking about Godspell? Absolutely. I mean, I love musicals and I wish more people loved them. And I think with like things like Hamilton coming up on Netflix, people are going, oh, musical theatre is fun. Like, yes, yeah. I've tried to tell you for <laughs> years, Mum. Anybody else notice that Newsies is called The Newsboys? What? Yeah. Not on, on Disney+. Disney Plus. Yes. It's good. The movie or the musical? The musical. No, it came up not. yesterday as The Newsboys. Newsboys. Isn't it say Newsies? Not the Broadway musical? Not anymore. Not anymore. Well, we're going to investigate that. Yeah. But in the meantime, my name is Miranda Selwood. Thank you for listening. Um, this is KB. Hello. I mean, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> this is Julie. Also goodbye. Um, oh, sorry. I'm knocking things over. And uh, you can find us in all the usual places, including patreon.com slash musicals taught me everything I know. Um, so we look forward to hearing from you and we will see you for another episode next week thanks for listening Bye. 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 let's talk about x baby Ah, crappy relationships, the bane of our collective existence. But what do we learn from our mistakes? I'm relationship columnist Liz Bess. And I'm funny guy Tom Harris. Ghosts of Boyfriends Past will chat to guests about love gone wrong and take you on a journey through the funny, tragic, horrifying... And sometimes just plain bonkers stories about that crazy little thing called love. It's like a group therapy session. With two people completely unqualified to be leading it. New episodes drop fortnightly on Thursday, so join in to hear tales of heartbreak and woe and hopefully wind up a little wiser or drunker for it. 
of That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 